Hello, my love. Aviola here from sacredbombshell.com. If you've been looking for a sign, then my love, this is it. This is a video exclusively, only, just for my Sacred Bombshell healers, coaches, creative people, my spiritpreneurs, my lightworker sisters, my indigo daughters, my magical healing folk, <laughs> my sacred bombshells. I am coming to you live from Chicago, Chi-Town. This is my first time here. I was here speaking at a conference, about to head back home, but I really felt called to share with you something really a video that I've been wanting to make for a long time. I've been blessed to have been traveling a lot and speaking a lot in the past, maybe just even the past six weeks. I have been in Atlanta, in Virginia, uh, in New York, in DC. I've had events, um, speaking at events in all of these places. And it's always such a powerful experience because not only do I get to, um, to Add to my tribe by meeting other enlightened and soon to be enlightened beings, but I also get to meet other coaches, healers, light workers like you, um, spiritpreneurs, my spiritpreneur tribe. And one of the interesting things that always happens, someone asked me the other day, how is it that I became that my coaching practice now? Uh, the work that I put out, the group programs that are available, and even in my one-on-one -on -one work is almost exclusively just coaches, healers, and creative people. How did I start to coach other coaches? And it's from literally being at these events and then, you know, coaches coming up to me or therapists. Uh, also, I coach healers, you know, healing practitioners, people who are putting their work into the world um, and answering their calling by, you know, laying on hands in some way or another, speakers, uh, writers, creative people, you know, the indigo daughters, and they want to know how to play a bigger game, how to further step out of their greatness, how to stop playing small, basically, you know, and as I've been saying for years, all good coaches have coaches. and so. I really wanted to give this message, and I'm feeling a call to share it with you today. There are, there are some things that I want you to know that I feel like you need to know so that you could do the work that you came to do. <laughs> it's funny, you know, um, there's a saying, you know, hip hop saying that you ran way back when I was growing up, you know, the joke people used to say, pimping ain't easy. Well, you know what? Coaching ain't easy. Light work ain't easy. You know, that being able to say, wow, I am meant to be a light on this planet to someone and then have, that's one thing by itself, be able to hear that. And then having the courage to be able to be like, okay, I am going to do that. That takes a whole different kind of courage. And then to say, I want to do this as my profession, that I am going to step into a place where you know whether you are a business coach or you know a psychic card reader or whatever it is 
what you claiming that you want to do that as your work as your profession is huge <laughs> and i say all the time that when a woman steps into her own and claims her greatness and realizes who she was born to be the very teutonic plate of the planet mother nature shifts in appreciation that her daughters are stepping forward so here's what i want you to know all right so number one number one thing i want you to know love up on yourself first you have to know you know what what you can do and you have to be able to ground yourself for a long time I didn't know how to ground myself. And so I would go into situations um, as me, Abiola, or, you know, as a coach, as a healer. Um, you can't really separate the two because, as you know, if you were doing this work, it's just who you are. <laughs> you know, there are different degrees of it. You could just want to just hang out with your friends, but it's who you are. And I would come away feeling so depleted, so drained, until I learned how to ground myself before and after a situation, how to do an energetic decording, separate my energy from the energy of others. I talk about this in the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, and I think I have a video um, about it. I know that I have um, meditation on one of my meditation albums about how to do an energy decording. Very important to be able to just separate your energy from other folks before or after a situation. Because even either by accident or by design, you know, some folks are energy vampires. And without meaning to, you know, they will literally suck the energy and the life out of you. And if you are a light worker or a light bringer or a creative, you know, genius, then there's a lot of energy to be sucked. And people want to drink from that. People want to, you know, they see your light and they want to be a part of it, which is natural, which is natural. You know, bees are attracted to flowers. It's beautiful and it's natural and it's a part of your gift. But you have to be able to protect your gift, protect your magic, and to be able to ground yourself and, you know, clear your own energy and just take care of you. You know, last night there was you know, after after one event, there was another event, another event, and I felt like I had to attend them because, you know, I am here serving at the pleasure of the people that brought me here. And then, you know, because we all need to be reminded of these lessons from time to time, one of my fellow speakers who wasn't going to the next thing, I was like, wait, you're going, you know, they were like, you know, Miss Abrams, your driver's here to take you to this thing. And the other speaker wasn't going. And I said to him, I said, you're not going? He's like, no, I'm going back to my hotel room. I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, you can't do everything. And it just reminded me, you know, of course, because we teach, we mostly can learn how to take care of you. And so extreme self-care is required for you. My light working, spirit healing, coaching, teaching, data. <laughs> all right number two all right i'm gonna start an initiative in the next year no more broke coaches no more broke healers no more broke creative people get all of that stuff out of our brains that we've been taught and um rooted in that money is the root of all evil and you know the idea of a starving artist starving healing artist and you know all of those things that this is your work and in order for you to be able to do it on the level that you can, that, that will be sustainable for you and bring freedom for you and your loved ones and make you feel, you know, like you can eat while you're serving others, 
we have to be able to embrace and welcome your abundance. And this starts with your deservability, with you knowing that you deserve more. And I know particularly, you know, for me, this is this is heartfelt <laughs> because this is something that I have to learn and relearn on a very deep level and it's still unfolding for me, you know, coming from a family of empowerment, you know, fourth generation empowerment specialist, you know, that my great great grandmother who was a midwife and women's fertility healer, she was often paid in eggs or chickens or whatever. That is abundance. That is currency. She was rewarded in a different way. I live in a different society in a different time with different abundance. And so, you know, we have to think of that and realize that money is just an exchange of energy and that you, like anyone else, are doing valid work. And so although we grew up with these things of, you know, these ideas in our, our head about our abundance, that it's really important for you if you are a giver to be a receiver. Mother Nature reaps and sows. It's an exchange. It's a happy, beautiful exchange. And life is meant for you to be prosperous. You know, and so just start today by looking at different kinds of abundance, the beauty of abundance. You know, we live in an abundant planet. Look at the oceans. Look at the trees. Look at the flowers. And so think of, just start today, just noticing abundance coming into your life. When I was on my way out here, I manifested a free invitation to a yoga retreat. <laughs> there was a couple that I met in the airport. We started talking, and they were like, we're headed out to our yoga retreat right now. It's in uh, Cabo. Come with us, <laughs> you know, which is amazing. But I was like, I'm going to speak in Chicago. You know, and they were like, can you come next week? And I can't because I'm launching a new spiritpreneur success program on how to create your own program. So I was like, but how, what a beautiful beautiful gift of abundance that then I was able to I'm posting on social media and if someone else can make it they can go until I'm passing that on so just start to notice all of the abundance in your life and be extremely grateful for it whether it's finding a penny on the corner someone bringing you flowers whatever it is be grateful that is all prosperity that is all abundance and you deserve it. repeat after me I am worthy I am worthy of deserving of all good Yes, okay, so number three, it's okay to invest in training for your work. It's not only okay, but in most cases for us, it's mandatory. That we seem to have, there seems to be amongst the, you know, the coaching, healing, creative community, you know, this idea that with certain things that if you get training for it, you know, somehow you're, you're intuitively supposed to know these things. But if you, you know, either are intuitively, you know, a healer, which is amazing, or if you went and got uh, your certified coach as I am, or a therapist, or whatever it is, and you got education for that, don't short yourself of getting education on the business front. And that's why I started this whole spiritpreneur movement, because, you know, it's really important for us when other people are opening a brick and mortar business, they invest in you know in being able to start that business and somehow we don't think that we should be doing those same things and that ends up making us entrepreneurs rather than entrepreneurs but i'm inviting you to step into it as a spiritpreneur and you can bring your whole purpose and passion and calling and voice with you on this journey and be able to serve more people and play a bigger game and so what i have found is that the more that I have been willing to invest in myself, the bigger 
opportunities come to me, the bigger the game is, the bigger my my tribe and the people that I'm able to reach with my work. And you know, it's really it's a it's a beautiful thing, um, and a beautiful karmic relationship. Here's how I look at it, and how I had to look at it and have a little you know <laughs> moment with myself where it was like, wait, if you're not willing to invest in your If you are not willing, I'm going to say that again, to invest in your own business, you are expecting your clients to. And so, for example, if you are, if you have a, a course that costs um, $9.97, which is, you know, one of the things that I teach people how to put together, and you have never made that kind of investment in your own work or, or a $5,000 course or a $10,000 mastermind, and you've never made that investment. How are you expecting people to do what you are not willing to do? It's just not a, it's not a karmic reciprocal thing. You know, the same with, you know, I had a very, very dear, beautiful friend come to me with, you know, um, a copy of someone else's program that a friend of hers had paid for and then the friend passed it on to her and she was passing it on to me and, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, first I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like, no, that's not the kind of um, karmic energy that I want in my business. You know, I don't want, you know, people to necessarily rip off my work and pass it around because I don't feel like that's fair to, you know, the other people that are investing in it. And so if I wouldn't want someone taking my intellectual property and treating it so casually, then why would I do that to someone else? You know, and so it's not that anyone else would know. It's that I would know. And so, you know, being uh, a spiritpreneur, coach, healer, indigo daughter is about walking the talk and being true to you. And, you know, having that integrity to be who you really say you are, <laughs> you know? All right, so number four, face your fears about stepping into the big title of coach, healer, therapist, trainer, creative, whatever it is, because it is scary. It is. It just period is. And so for a lot of us, that may mean coming out of the closet, coming out of the spiritual closet, coming out of the entrepreneur closet, coming out of the coach healer closet, whatever it is, and being like, here's who I am and here's what I do. And some people in your life will say, great, we always knew it, you're amazing. And some people in your life will have a knee-jerk reaction of their own fears and try to portray that and put it on you. That'll never work. That's stupid. You, people are going to listen to you, and those voices will come at you at different times and different places from different spaces. But you have to be centered and focused, you know, on who you are and on what your mission is. Eyes on the prize, which is you putting into the world the work, the play, the voice that you came to have. And there is a reason why we're scared to do that. You know, I had to ask myself for years, why is it that I'm really afraid to really be able to step into this thing in the way that I know without a shadow of a doubt that I was born to. And I had to remember, you know, that we have a lot of stuff in our cultural inheritance, you know, just like we passed down, you know, my parents, my mom passed down her kinky curly hair to me and her dimples, that we passed down all sorts of things through our DNA. Uh, and one of those things that has been our cultural inheritance in different communities and different times, you know, is the kind of idea of the shooting of the messenger or the burning, the burning of the healer, frankly. 
um, we are, you and I, you know, the daughters of the, the witches that they didn't burn. <laughs> we, I know that's a scary thought, but stay with me. We are the daughters of those who survived the slave ships. We are the daughters of those who survived famines and wars. We are the daughters of those who spoke up and said, something is not right, and were, you know, castigated and outcast and thrown out of their communities for them. We like to hold up our dead healers and light workers and be like, look at them. You know, look at Martin Luther King. Look at Mother Teresa. Look at Gandhi. Look at Buddha. Look at whomever. You know, look at Bob Marley. You know, look at Tupac. People quote these people on an everyday basis. But these people were not revered by all in their lifetime. Bob Marley was not revered by everyone. Neither was Martin Luther King or Mother Teresa or, you know, they were not. These people were ostracized and hated and jailed and had their own crosses to bear in terms of coming into their own and their own issues and challenges because they were human. And being human is, you know, it's a dirty business to have your hands in this life and be trying to do something, you know? And so we are all beautifully flawed. And so it is okay. It is okay, you know, to be afraid. But what I'm asking you to or what I'm challenging you to do is to lean into that fear. That if you are meant to be an incredible fashion designer, for example, and that is your creative genius, and you would cheat me, who is a lover of fashion, from being able to uh, partake in your work, or if you're an incredible author or healer or coach or whatever it is, and you're light bringing work you don't want to bring, you're cheating the rest of us. And again, your birth certificate, like I always say, is the proof that we need what you have. All right, and then just the final one. Find your voice and answer your calling and know that what that calling is today and what that voice is today may not be what it is tomorrow, that it will evolve and it will grow and it will, you know, as you grow and as your tribe grows, your tribe will come to you with different needs and you will be able to serve them in a different way at different times. Don't be afraid to evolve. Don't be afraid that just because people know you for one thing or coming to you for another thing to, to, to be able to evolve and offer something else and offer something greater and be able to step in a bigger way into it. All right, so I think that that is, you know, a good place for us to close today. I would love to um, just offer you some beautiful sound healing in this video. So right now, just become aware of your breath and the ease at which you breathe, whatever your situation is. Thank you for being you and for having the work that you have that you came to do on this planet and for having the courage as you will to impact all of the lives that you came to impact. So I'm Abiola Abrams and you can subscribe to the Spiritpreneur School podcast on iTunes. You can see uh, me on video on YouTube and at sacredbombshell.com, of course. You can register for a free Spiritpreneur Success class at the link below, or indulge and invest in yourself in one of my current offerings, like the Create Your Own Spiritpreneur Signature Program. I will see you in the next video. <laughs> Namaste. Take a bombshell and do something. Adore.